0: howdy everybody welcome on into the cargo bay where it's time for a little bit of television talk how you doing bc
1: television talk i'm doing good thanks for asking how you doing man you
0: are doing prestige (laughs) drama talk (laughs) i'm good i'm fine uh i'm fine We're going to do a brief Ahsoka chat, BC, because, I don't know, it seems like we used to talk about these shows every episode as they were coming out, so we might as well boy, do a little season boy, re- uh, not recap, but series wrap-up,
1: brother. Boy, I tell you, you know, back in the day, we were taking notes on every episode, broadcasting a podcast to nuns of listeners. <laughs> um, so uh hopefully hopefully y'all cargo babies don't mind a little bit of non-hobby talk uh, yeah. we just, we, hey, at the at the end of the day we're just two friends like talking about star wars so we're gonna indulge ourselves a little bit here and, and talk about ahsoka you know yeah
0: this is true We we try not to ever say anything negative when we're talking star wars trading cards about the properties at large because people have opinions about these shows so we may have a light opinion. Be warned. You may disagree with us and that's okay. <laughs> I may have an opinion so heavy it just breaks your brains. I definitely will not. I'll start off by saying, BC, I think this show I give it a I give it a seven out of ten somewhere in that area. I'm very kinda of middle of the road on this series now that we're we're through it. Had had highs and lows for me. And um yeah, you know. That's kind of where I am. I, uh, I'm
1: I'm cool on it. How about uh, I'd you, say I, I'd say I largely agree. I uh probably came in the most excited about this than any other recent Star Wars show um just because I've been a big Ahsoka fan since I got into Clone Wars and Rebels and obviously yeah. this is an extension of Rebels <laughs> in almost every single way um so uh, as much as I tried to tamp down my expectations of course I, I couldn't help myself um I, I don't think it uh, blew me away but there was a lot of stuff that I I really liked about it there's stuff that I'm just kind of like Meh. I'm not offended by any of it it's not <laughs> it's not ruffling my feathers it's not keeping me up at night uh I am of course just generally looking forward to more I mean that, that seems to be kind of where we are with this Disney TV era that we're in of building these shows towards, you know, something bigger and a movie and all that stuff. I mean, I think the stuff that they executed really well, I liked. I think some of the other stuff was was fine, you know. I got got notes, but overall, I, I never had a bad time week to week turning on my TV at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time and firing it up a, a new a new Ahsoka episode, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I always am excited to watch a, an episode of Star Wars. Um, yeah. You know, I, I generally have things that I don't like and things that I do like about Star Wars, and I come away still liking the Star Wars. Um, <laughs> really, in recent memory, the only thing where I was like, wow, that's that really blew my pants off was was andor you know yeah. it was like oh this yeah. in in my personal taste that was something that just yeah. hit a level of competency that i didn't yes. really expect whereas you know like there there are things that i love about the show the things that bother me most are things where it's like i just don't see why you made that choice from a directing from like a cinematography standpoint from a story yeah yeah. there's just some things that in my brain i would i would change for the sake of you know clarity um yeah but i'll tell you i'll tell you something i love i think we both love uh new appearance by ezra bridger um man that guy's that guy's got it that's my big takeaway from the (laughs) show as far as stuff that i like i was like there's going to be some Star Wars with this guy and he's going to do a
1: great job. He's fun to watch. <laughs> he He's amazing. Uh, yeah. And uh, part of what makes me sad is that we didn't get him until later. in the- So good in this role. And when he first appeared, it was like a breath of fresh air in the series. And what was it? The end of episode six, I think is when we. Yeah. Yeah. Six. End of six. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So end of six is, is when, when we got Ezra and as soon as he appeared, I was like, Oh, this guy's, he is on it. He's when you say he's got it, he just has that, uh, got that it factor when he's yeah. on screen. It's very magnetic. Uh, and I think, uh, I'm just like, well, show me more Ezra Bridger stories. Let's let's follow this actor for a while, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was on board for Rosario as Ahsoka and have been since Mando. I think I think mo- I didn't really have problems with the cast in this show at any point. No, um, I think a um, uh, person who was cast as Hera had the hardest stuff to work with. Um, Ian Mcgregor's wife, like yeah her chunk mary of this yes there you go thank you mary elizabeth winstead had the hardest chunks of the script where it's like sit here and talk and stand here and talk and do some <laughs>
1: boring world building <laughs> exposition that's gonna tie into mandalore you mean you want us Republic. to fly
0: back over the lake
1: yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: but uh yeah, yeah. i like i like the cast in general it was just i was yeah. surpri- i was most surprised by by ezra which i feel bad saying because this is a a show with a a a women's power cast yeah, and power yeah. character i just i didn't know that guy from adam and was like
1: i yeah he's oh, this guy's I, cool no <laughs> Totally magnetic and charming, and I know a lot. My first controversial BC take on Uh I I like Sabine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know I a lot too. of people have a lot of a lot of problems with her character or how she, the decision making. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime she was on screen, I I felt like there was an energy to the show that I really enjoyed. Like she she just brought uh, something different. We. There was a noticeable lack of Sabine in the 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 World Between Worlds episode, and then when oh, she yeah. came back to the next yeah. episode, I was like, "Oh, yeah, there, there's 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 Sabine." Um, I just, just kind of missed her energy. That's um, the character
0: with the arc, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the arc should be yeah. had. Is I mean, I suppose Ahsoka has an arc in the show, but for me, that arc was very much like. I'm here and now I'm here. (laughs) You know, like it was kind of like a light switch flipped on and off in that world between worlds. Whereas like we actively are watching Sabine have the classic star Wars journey, which is from whiny (laughs) bad choices to more in tune Jedi type character.
1: Hey y'all whiny fans out there, go back and look at Luke Skywalker's decision. (laughs) making. Yeah. Throw it out there as much as I love Luke. It, it doesn't get everything right, you know. Well, that's um, a, that's what
0: I find endearing about these characters. Um, yeah, is that I am whiny and make bad choices uh, so often. <laughs> I, find, I, find them, yeah. I find them relatable.
1: Um, I wasn't talking about me. I was, I was specifically talking about you. You are just yeah, bad I decisions am. and whiny nuns. No, can I whine um, about my
0: my number one whine for? Maybe oh. not just this show, but just in Star yeah. Wars in general right
1: now. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, we had a full episode almost of of space chase where these like these bad guy fighters, this new type of fighter is chasing Ahsoka around. They don't land a single hit on the ship, I don't think. And then we get we get a tie fighter two tie fighters coming in in the finale to lay down some fire. Man, these imperial pilots are bad. They're so they're so non-threatening. I don't want to see another space battle where the tactics are we fly right next to each other and we shoot a couple times and then we turn around and sink and
1: the, <laughs> That's I, my I, biggest
0: I, complaint with the
1: show. I knew that I knew the tactic of uh, flying in formation into the jedi shuttle would, would be a <laughs> sticking point because i watched it and i was like that was stupid yeah this evasive maneuvers maybe put on, on the brakes on, on evasive maneuvers you know when
0: you have a target and you're shooting at it and you're for whatever reason missing repeatedly even though it's not moving a good tactic is to be behind it and put on the brakes anyway it, it you know i have a lot of these complaints that don't really matter i just want the the stakes of the enemies weren't there for me the same with the zombie stormtroopers where it was like it felt a little book of boba fetty to me are are we gonna use battle tactics at all or are we gonna
1: the let's talk about zombies for a second Uh um I, i like zombies as much as the next fella um and I get that we're we're referencing very specifically Night Sister tactics. The the encroaching I guess fear that I had watching that is that somehow all of this is about somehow Palpatine returns. You know what I mean? That a lot of this is to shoehorn a plot point from a movie that I think really sucks. (laughs) And we're, 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 we're we're building part of this universe to justify the worst line that's ever been written in the history of star Wars. Somehow. We don't know. uh, Palpatine returns. TV shows about how it happened.
0: Uh, That was my
1: fear. I don't know. I didn't get that feeling. It's just how I,
0: I mean, I kind of, I'm not really into the directness of magic in the Star Wars universe anyway. That's a pill I've already <laughs> swallowed with the Night Sisters. Right. Is like a lot right. of people I know love the Night Sisters. And for me, I liked it when the Force was this kind of a light power set, a kind of elusive power set. I've come to terms with like, now we have magic. And by magic, we mean like witchcraft and wizardry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, all right, so that's that's fine. Um but hey, we got Thrawn. I'm glad they cast the guy they cast as Thrawn. I'm glad Thrawn comes out the victor in this series just because I like Thrawn. Um, yeah. Now we got a big bad out there in the galaxy again.
1: And what what are your thoughts uh cuz uh, just to jump back to to the Night Sisters a little bit. We're fairly solidly uh, from from the the denouement of the last episode, uh, setting up Dathomir as oh, yeah. as a as a home base for some stuff. It seems yeah. like we are about to go uh, take a deep dive into some some Dathomiri stuff, some Night Sister stuff.
0: I really like Dathomir in my video games. I mm-hmm. I like it to stay there. You know, like, (laughs) I I just don't have a lot of faith. And as much as this show is, is using the volume, like, as much as we are in a volume Star Wars world, I I don't, I don't know. It's not for me, but that's okay. I'll deal with it. You know, like, when they materialized, I forget the name of the sword, but like, Mother Talzin's blade or whatever. Yeah, I was just like, I hate this. (laughs) I don't know i don't like it but i also you know it didn't make me mad i was just like this is not for me okay that's fine well we're in the yeah. finale and we're gonna here's another star wars weapon that has great significance
1: just a, it's an odd gap to to sort of mentally bridge from it being such a specific cartoon animation feature to then seeing it in live action Like a lot of this does play really well in the world of animation.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. like
1: uh, the Clone Wars stuff, the rebel stuff, the, when they get weird, the Mortis arc of Clone Wars, it's like some of my favorite Star Wars that exists. And I I think they're just going to do it. (laughs) or some version of, of that in whatever season two or the movie or whatever ends up happening next with Ahsoka and Sabine and, Force Ghost, Anakin, and Balin, and uh, you know all that sort of stuff. But it it is a weird, like almost like cognitive dissonance for me. Of like, this is a car. This is cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And now seeing it in live action, I'm like, it. It's stranger in live action. I just want it. I want the weirdness to be very well executed. I thought the world between worlds stuff was cool. You know, I I like seeing the clone wars they use the volume as sort of like a foggy dream that, that was situation a good, a
0: good way to sh- to cover up the volumeness of it
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah i mean i thought their use of the volume was more successful than previous shows i mean we famously crapped all over the kenobi series for the use of the volume as one of just the worst it just looked really things. bad in that show really right? really terrible yeah um uh, I, for all of you YouTube viewers, go check out our podcast. Uh, I may have private this. I'll
0: yeah. have to have private this. Because, uh, again, we try to we try to ingratiate all in the Cargo Bay uh, Star Wars card universe. Um, and we may have been very negative on some aspects of, of Obi-Wan. Um, I, I was going to say, but there are mediums where I can suspend my disbelief better than others. I like Mm -hmm. reading graphic novels about superheroes. I have a really hard time watching superhero movies a lot of the time because my brain just doesn't click over for that. It's the same where I'm saying I like Dathomir and the witches in my video games. I like them in my comic books. I like them in animation. Right. But some of this stuff doesn't, it's harder for me to watch it in live action without having some sort of like kind of cringe factor where i'm like yeah these are adults in costumes versus like these are cartoon characters right Um, yeah
1: i don't know and maybe it's just my weird star wars is filled with weird nonsense from the beginning but you know having because my first thought whenever they the the witches appeared was like like Macbeth, you know what I mean? Like we, will, yeah, yeah, like immediately went to like Shakespeare. It's like, oh, the weird sisters are on this planet, and we're yeah, they're the we're, threads we're, of fate. Right yeah, there. you know, yeah, it's it's very much. I mean, and I thought all of this stuff melted a lot of, you know, Lord of the Rings imagery was prominent yeah. in this. Like there was no hiding any of that, and I dig that. I love Lord of the Rings. White Gandalf, white seeing something that looks like the White City of Gondor, almost in its construction. Um, You know, you've you've got the what are the what Balin ends up at the end? It's the oh
0: yeah, the the Gateway of the Kings or whatever the yeah
1: yeah the I'm gonna just smash my brain for not I'm so embarrassed I can't remember it. It's fine. Um, (laughs) No, I'm I've read those books several Uh, times. It'll be okay. yeah it's but like it just uh, direct visual references to to lord of the rings and other stuff i i thought was cool i, I just it, it was satisfying in a way but i did leave me wanting more and i'm at the end of this season i'm like well oh, i'm i do want more which I guess is what they're in the business of doing. Like, it's not about, like, all right, you're 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 satisfied. It's like, no, you. It's like fast food, where it's like, you eat a crap load of fast food and you're still hungry because there's no nourishment in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's sort yeah. of how this feels. Some it does feel stretched. Kind of feels, it
0: felt yeah. Like, oh, like butter over well, too much bread. <laughs> hey, I love a good like, Lord in the Rings.
1: Uh, I was going to say, from my big my, my beef time on this. It really was the pace. I think, I think there was four really good episodes worth of stuff in eight episodes. And if that had been editing and condensed into that, and then we were given more or, you know, something else with the additional four episodes, it would have felt more satisfying. It just felt like we spent a lot of time in places that, I, we didn't need to necessarily.
0: I mean, I think the pace could have been fine if those conversations would have been meaningful versus like just long shots of things and like looks and, you know, like uh, I, I could have done with more conversation between Ahsoka and uh, Sabine. Like, I'm not saying I needed to be faster just for the sake of getting right. to the action. Yeah. I just
1: I was wondering right, yeah, uh, what are we it, doing it,
0: here? Sometimes
1: it's more interesting to me when they are having honest conversations about the force and growth and failure and Balin.
0: Balin's you... speech in the next to last episode and... or whatever—that was the most intriguing stuff to me. Of like, whenever you're critiquing the Jedi in a way that's not just like, ah, that Jedi, <laughs> when it's like, yeah. hey, those guys really had it messed up, you know? Like, yeah. um, <laughs> that's I'm, always interesting I'm... to me.
1: I'm so sad about the passing. Yeah, of 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 Ray. Um, it's. I thought his performance probably was one of the best things about the series. I, I wanted more of him. I wanted episode. a show of
0: both of them together. Him and his apprentice together yeah. were very fun
1: to watch. Um, um, that, I mean, that is a show in and of itself. It's yeah. like have the balls to do that. That show is wildly fascinating for me for you to explore those ideas you know um but i i mean i get and they work as good you know sort of opposition uh opponents or or bad guys uh, as it were in, in this but i i just think that you know i i i wanted more and i i mean i think they're gonna have to recast it seems like that's the road they're gonna go down i don't i don't know yeah. but uh, you know, I, I'm. I will treasure his performance in in this season. I thought he was fantastic, and uh, you know, hopefully, whatever they end up doing, you know, it's one of those like creative decisions where it's just like lose lose because it's it's based around human tragedy. You know, yeah. it's like uh, it's a no win situation, but hopefully, it it all works out and is not, you know inelegant or <laughs> rude in alessandro yeah, you I, know i don't want to see I, I a cg
0: think... uh, plaster no, in his I, face or anything uh, please i really
1: don't i really don't want that
0: yeah I, I i mean yeah i came away from this too being like i want to see more of these characters um i'm a little less confident in Filoni than i was going in um there were just some choices that were that were really weird to me um uh you know it, i wasn't Considering this is the point he's been building his career toward for all of these years, I was expecting to be blown away with some element of the story, yeah. and that at least, without knowing what Balin is up to, there's nothing really that surprised me. Like we went, we found Bridger, or sorry, we found Ezra, uh, and um, we're coming, we're coming back with with just Ezra. Like I'm, I i do not know. I guess it's interesting that. Ahsoka and Sabine have failed and are where they are. But I told you I wanted season two to be called Ezra, and it should have started with him on the Star Destroyer still. Why do you skip that part? That's the fun part, I guess, because in the volume, you just need wide open spaces. You don't want to do
1: corridors. And they just completely essentially skipped him exiting the Chimera Period. Yeah. Like there was a no weird like choice. A comic like, book, I guess, in the future. And the, the dumb the dumb like nitpicky part of my brain is like they could track human bodies from a distance. Yeah. They can't track a shuttle leaving the chimera. Like, I, I were just, just like,
0: like Thrawn didn't have all of the stormtroopers possible in the bay watching for where oh, the battle right. was. Like right. that was yeah. all kind of weird. And I told you, um I was expecting Ezra throws his lightsaber together really quickly um that's the perfect opportunity for it to have like I was fully expecting it to be like oh no my lightsaber is failing here and there which turns a boring a super boringly staged action sequence of we're all just standing here (laughs) at a rave into like oh now we do some like uh you know jackie chan action movie styling like oh my lightsaber's out now that's why we got to work together because it keeps coming on and going off and the comedy of like oh it's back on yeah. again it's off again i was just desperate for some interesting action staging it, it just felt very like uh, like star wars has been most of the time N- no impact and like, things are only threatening when we need them to be like when they kill all the stormtroopers and then they're just kind of standing around <laughs> after the Stormtroopers are dead. We did it. We did um, it. We're going to wait for them behind us rather than continuing to run after Thrawn. I mean, I, yeah. I I understand this is all nitpicky. I just don't... I don't want my Star Wars to look like Power Rangers. The Ahsoka versus um Morgan fight was great. Felt like they I spread, sped ramped that a little bit or something. It, it looked cool. Yeah,
1: yeah it was... That was oh, probably the the choreography highlight for me, at least yeah. in the the last episode. Um, yeah, I I I think I'm generally just none of this. I'm gonna say any complaints I have, none of this affects me really yeah. in any meaningful <laughs> you way. Know yeah, yeah I mean? of like, course. I, I'm not. I, I'm not getting bit out of shape about it. I, I'm generally grateful for any Star yes. Wars that I get. Just as a big. A big old dumb nerd, you know. I'm like, cool. I mean, Book of Boba Fett sucked, but it's like, that's fun to watch, you know. And
0: that's, I I completely agree. That's just the thing that takes, that is surprising to me still. And it's really been since the Robert Rodriguez reintroduction of Boba Fett, where it's like, why are you running along the ridge and getting shot at instead of. I have to have a certain believability for combat to have, like, for me to be excited watching. Combat. Well, yeah, and, um uh, and
1: it's I, I, rarely I'm,
0: happening in Star Wars now.
1: I don't think I've felt uh stakes in a fight. Except uh, the one fight that I think dramatically worked for me was the first Sabine and Shin fight. Oh yeah. Where where Sabine clearly doesn't know what she's doing with a lightsaber Love and seeing
0: someone not knowing how to use a lightsaber. It's, yeah. It's
1: a it's it's a fight that has like a fear factor in it because it's like, you know, fighting for your life. I thought that was really well executed. There's a there's a storytelling to the choreography that I thought was in that fight that wasn't consistent throughout them. I mean, a lot of it's just like, hey, we just need to get the coverage so we can, you know, move forward. It's like, you really need, you can build. I mean, that Ezra Saber idea is great. It, like, that's stuff that makes fight choreography really, not just like pew, 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 block, block, block. Perry, 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 attack, attack, attack. Like there's, there's a through line, even through the violence, you know what I mean? So that's something that I, I thought was inconsistent, but the the moments when it's there, you're like, oh, this, this is singing. This is humming. This is what makes Star Wars good is when those, there's, there's that storytelling on top of choreography, choreography for choreography's sake is just really boring. Well, that's, uh-huh. yeah, I'm
0: not one of those people who's like, the throne room fight in The Last Jedi is bad because it's, technically, that's not how you fight. That's not what I mean, uh, you know. I'm not saying, like, it has to be believable so much as, like, when Han runs into the stormtroopers and turns around screaming, that's silly, yeah. but, like, it does, there are stakes there. Like, I want to see yeah. characters in fear more, I Damn. guess, is, is what it is, too. Like. Which you don't get from Stoic Jedi, whatever. Uh, I guess I can't have it both ways. But
1: uh, I, I do it like wasn't that consistent. Ezra brings. I do like that Ezra brings the the not Stoic Jedi energy to it.
0: Yeah, he's excitable, no, I, but his yeah. his emotions are like he's not acting out of rage ever. But he's allowed yeah. to be like, yeah. And I liked his what? no lightsaber fighting was cool. That was there were good fights in this show. There was
1: yeah I, I i mean a hot take from the cargo bay we like the no lightsaber ezra oh yeah i i love when the that force was exciting. can be used in interesting ways, i was like
0: that's know? what yoda should have done in the <laughs> my fr- the first time i cognitively as a child was like this is bad why is yoda why does yoda need a lightsaber he's yoda <laughs>
1: he's... why why is yoda doing 1080 flips and <laughs> For one saber strike. Yeah, I mean, you, as I think the general's consensus of why they made it was like, isn't this going to be cool with the technology? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, now, in the excitement of the time, maybe. But let's think about how this technology is going to age because it looks like dog crap now. <laughs> like I don't, it, That fight doesn't look like anything except for CGI just being algorithmed across the screen, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh I don't know. The the storytelling in fight choreography is I'm a I'm a big stickler for, uh I'll say. It was
0: there with Anakin and uh, Ahsoka. Anakin mm-hmm. still knows how to swing that lightsaber. It's I we are both fans of the Hayden Reclamation project. Always a delight to see see him having a good
1: time. I loved it. Hey let me bring this into a little bit of hobby realm. I think the Hayden Christensen auto with the Clone Wars costume. Yeah. Yeah. I think when those come out, we're yeah. talking Buku bucks folks. Yeah, that's that's going to be a
0: hot hot card. I I would agree. I want one of those. Um, I do. Yeah.
1: And I, I, mean, I, I want a Hayden auto like period. In general, they're yeah. they're relative I mean, they're expensive, but compared to other major characters in Star Wars are relatively affordable. I do think a specific in the Clone War costume would, would just like is going to
0: light it up I someday have one of those or one with the the cracked obi-wan that's uh, such a great that would be cool too yeah i i i I love that we got to see even though it was just a tiny bit we got to see some live action clone wars that was finally satisfied that's good enough for me like i I don't Mm -hmm. think we have to have a whole show of it but uh We've we like a thousand episodes. A you know? Yeah, yeah. We, we have the Clone <laughs> Wars, the... and now you've got the bridge to it. You They're the same character now. They're they're connected. Yeah. Hayden got to play it. Matt Lanter still gets to be you know Anakin. It's all good. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, let let the Clone Wars be. I, th- I thought the bridge here was good. I I do like. I do really love the the Hayden Christensen Reclamation Project. Yeah, um, even. And, he, and I will say, I do like the, the live action because the cartoon is what reclaims Anakin Skywalker yeah, as yeah. a character. Because he's, again, no shade to Hayden Christian. It is poorly written. And poorly directed. Pre- <laughs> and poorly directed in those prequel movies. Right? Like, it's just, it's you go back and you watch those and you're like, woof. If you watch Clone Wars, you're like, oh, Anakin Skywalker was a hero. Yeah. Know, yeah. Was an amazing war hero. Um, And it's like reckoning with that and seeing that start to come into live action too, I think is good because not everyone has that same positive energy towards Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker being a a Jedi with, with any sense of like light side. It was always like, Oh, conflicted whiny teen who is going to eventually become Darth Vader. It's like, no, there's a period of time where Anakin Skywalker Slays oh, and is man. like the most powerful dude um, in the galaxy, you know?
0: The intro to the novelization of Revenge of the Sith, uh, is just like this kind of like uh, you know, old school space opera like send up of the, the heroes of the, that the Jedi mm-hmm. are and the in the Clone Wars. Um and it's just a fantastic tonal piece of like, yeah, this is what we wanted to believe the fall came from. And uh right. it's awesome that Hayden Christensen is excited to do this as you know a 40 year old guy playing i'm just like the I'm, same character and it's and when i say by he's having a good time sometimes people mean like he's not doing a good job he's just having fun no i think he's doing a great job and it's great it delights me to hear hayden christensen talk about asajj Ventress. like that's the kind of easter no egg great. i like <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no it's <laughs> i the the hayden christensen reclamation uh, ten out of ten yeah. fan of on this, and I think, I think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, always fun. Even if the, the the that episode was, I I mean, I didn't have any problems with that episode. I was just I was waiting for episode six <laughs> until we got to episode six. I was like, where are we going? are We gonna do anything but MacGuffin hunt? Or are we gonna do <laughs> I mean, some more yeah. MacGuffin hunting?
1: Uh, episode six really was where I was like, all right, let, let's. Like I think we spoke about it, we're like, we could have gotten here just a lot faster, you know. Yeah. We could have been in the world of Ezra Bridger. We could have been, hey, shout out to the Noti, love them. Yep. Uh, we could have <laughs> been. We could have been in this this weird wilderness landscape as we get ready for the the big bad, the confrontation. I just felt like there was a lot of m- missed opportunity in the first half of of the season that was like, ah, the second half really, really did start to hum for me, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the finale was fine. Um, for me, I was, I was frustrated by dumb action things. Um, but I'm okay where it left off. It was a little like, you know, that image people post of Filoni, like in the sky as God. Like, sometimes I want to make that, but he's just shining on a cornfield. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> a little corny, we're, we're dwelling here a long time, staring at the horizon, like, I got it. This is only, like, this, it feels like there's just been so many times in the Star Wars saga where it's, let's reflect on how important the Star Wars saga is. I just want some story. I got it. It's important. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean that's the thing about the uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. Uh, it didn't take itself seriously. Yeah, <laughs> even a little bit. You know, like it, there was no sense of self-importance because it, it wasn't important. It was, it was held together by like duct tape and and a. A prayer, you know, yeah. like that movie barely and, and exists. Marshall <laughs> yeah, and Marsha Lucas, yeah, and a legitimately talented <laughs> editor um, who came in and and saved a movie. Um, yeah, like it, that that movie. It, it, just what we it, our cultural relationship to it now is just so skewed because it has become so so important. It's 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 its own religion almost for people, and it's like okay, I like it too, but it's like, I, I don't need to be ruled by Star Wars. I don't need my to be changed by Star Wars. I just need space opera. Yeah. I just need fantasy. I just need fun. I need excitement. I need compelling stories. The, the self seriousness of this and a, a, honestly, a lot of recent Star Wars. is like you, you totally, you're going the wrong way. And That's as much as I love Empire, which is... is oh, yeah. yeah. the man, Mando season one. Yeah. Perfect example. Like, Adventure Mando is the
0: drifting week. away from what so many people were craving, which is like, this is fun, and it can be stupid sometimes. <laughs> it's yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, and then it was like, you know what? We're going to hang every fortune in the company on the fact that him <laughs> and that little green baby are going to be so so important it's like <laughs> just let him go on dumb law and order adventures of the week you know what i mean like and it, it does seem like the end of season three of mando which again we kind of panned i think season three in a lot of ways I, but
0: yeah i was i was okay i mean i honestly I guess like i, I
1: panned g- it i don't want to speak for you yeah I, I, I mean i it.
0: i think i found more to I would rather rewatch that season than rewatch this because that had a lot of wacky, Mm. dumb stuff throughout. And this had a lot of slow self-important stuff throughout. Like, you know, it's like, Oh, I'll go watch that episode where he fights the Phil Tippett beast in the cave again. But,
1: uh, but remember, because that beast fell him and, and, and Bo-Katan fell the beast. Then now ergo, ipso facto owner that's right of the dark saber i forgot
0: i don't know i guess what i'm saying is all star wars is bad uh (laughs) a lot of it is yeah
1: most most of it except uh as the cargo bay will always endorse andor which is
0: sorry y'all i'm learning that a lot of people hate that take that that andor is significantly better than Another, sorry, sorry you're wrong <laughs> we're right i can't i can't help you
1: the I'm just right about that the the
0: the depth of, of character development in that show from one scene versus like an episode of other shows you know it's like oh i just learned so much in that dialogue sequence between two office workers
1: you know? i'm gonna i'm gonna say this because uh maybe i'm, I'm a doubling back on myself and I I don't want to get blown up in the comments for it. Uh, I know I did just to say that I don't need my star Wars to be so self serious. Oh yeah. And usually that's true. Unless it's written by a genius, (laughs) I think is the caveat. You know what I like? Yeah. Andor is written by someone who is writing at such a level that if, if they're taking it seriously, it means something as opposed to if Dave Filoni or John Favreau I'm gonna do serious Star Wars. It's not the same as the guy who wrote Michael Clayton Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's completely different. That's it's a completely different thing.
0: That's where I, I guess where I where I start to get frustrated with Star Wars being self important is if I feel like I could do it and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. I'm I'm a yeah, failure yeah, yeah. in life. I get it. Right. Yeah, but yeah, No. Totally. You're but when I watch here. Andor, I mean, it's pulling me off. on a regular. <laughs> When I watched Andor it pulled out something that I didn't think was possible yeah. where it was like Yes. You you really tried that and it worked somehow. You made like yeah. a, you made this really dramatic high stakes thing and yeah. it's it's paying off. <laughs> the world in which that that Luthan monologue is written and successful is just something I would never dare attempt. I would try to write an episode of Mando, sure. <laughs> you know, like yeah. season one Mando, let's go have an adventure, but the reason it's why like, I'm impressed by Andor is I can't imagine pulling it off myself in any universe. It's like
1: it's like tap dancing on a razor wire across the Grand Canyon is what that feat is <laughs> to me. I'm just like, there's no way anyone did them. Okay, well. You my it. hats off to this forever, and this that's is, why I'm scared
0: uh, of season two. Because every episode of yeah. Andor, we were like, maybe next week it sucks. I don't. We got to be ready for maybe next week. We were, week it's we were not-
1: very guarded from week to week. We're like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's probably got to fall off eventually,
0: right?
1: It's probably gonna get. I don't know. Maybe like ten percent worse. Wait, tell me tell me more about Narquina Five. The floors are. Oh my God! The concepts, everything about. <laughs> We are total suckers for it, but yeah. And I get the take that like it's because it doesn't have as you know it doesn't have the, the force and lightsabers that it doesn't that it's almost like a, a backdoor cheat on being Star Wars. Uh, I which is Hey, fine. baby, like, I grew I get... up
0: in the '90s. The things that are <laughs> Star Wars to me are much broader apparently than yeah. than what a lot of people view. Star Wars as. I, I grew up with a rich media landscape full of all kinds of weird yeah. different flavors of Star Wars. And that's what I want Star Wars to be, which is why we like visions so much too. It's yeah. like I didn't really like that one, but that was weird, man. I never thought about doing that before. Cool.
1: I, I, I really we really should extol the virtues of vision. Yeah. I do think it's it's one of the most underrated things. Just because no one really rates it. It's such a small niche thing. But yeah. like for what it is, I think even going back to the first time you said, come on Twitch and talk to me about Star Wars. Like, let's just talk Star Wars. I guess what's what's my favorite thing was like, like it, it's the sandbox for creativity for humanity now, you know? And it's at its best when creative people can go in and tell stories that are as vast and different as the people who are telling them. Are there going to be ones I don't like? Yeah, are there gonna be ones that I I just am kind of indifferent to? Yes. But like some of the vision stuff is approaching Star Wars from perspectives that I never would have thought about and legitimately blows my mind to see that stuff, and I'm like, that's such a brilliant way to look at what this galaxy is. It's this sandbox and you've got cultural stories from across the world that are that allow us to see Star Wars in a different way. It's like we get so mainlined with like this is what mainstream Star Wars is. And Andor kind of felt like, yeah, but it could also be this visions. Like, yeah, but it could also be like a million other things, you know,
0: that's, I feel like a lot of the current star Wars is here are the action figures that we're going to play with versus like, we're broke and we have sticks and we like star Wars. What can we imagine and come up with? Because we don't have uh, the Luke Skywalker action figure that we now have to drop in or the Grogu that has to
1: like,
0: just Lego sets versus blocks.
1: (laughs) You just warmed the cockles of my (laughs) cold heart because like it, it pulled me back to childhood because I wasn't rich growing up. I wasn't poor or anything, but it wasn't like I always got all the toys that I wanted. I grew up. My mom's an, an art teacher. She's an art instructor. So if there were toys that I didn't have, we'd make things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like we would we'd sit down with cardboard and markers and like it's like I may not have the toy. I may not be able to afford the cool thing, but it's like I can. I can use my imagination. I can use what creativity and skill that I have as a seven, eight, nine year old, whatever it was to like make things that I can, I can still play with. Is it as cool as, as the toy?
0: Yes. No, but I
1: promise it... <laughs> you, I'm going to remember that more. That's long since in the garbage. you know.
0: I mean, we love collectibles. We have a show about collectibles. Yeah, and I understand yeah, the significance of them, but if I could have the, you know, the the blaster that I painted the Nerf blaster I painted to look like a Star Wars gun back versus the mass produced E11 that was my my favorite you know like if I yep. had those things I made as a child back those those are cooler <laughs> like because yes. they yeah they required effort and imagination which uh, I, I don't know there there's and, and I appreciate anyone who's listened this far, because whenever someone talks about <laughs> Star Wars, all I do is sit there and go, you don't understand. And I know exactly how to explain that. And this <laughs> is what Star Wars <laughs> is
1: supposed to be. so yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. If you're still with us, like and subscribe. Yeah.
0: If yeah. you haven't already. <laughs> or dislike it, we'll, we'll maybe not. Well, do let, it let,
1: let the hate flow through you. I, I don't know. I not we can just if you don't want us to do it we'll do it on our own time too because I just like talking yeah, to my yeah. buddy about Star Wars yeah, yeah good. <laughs> and
0: I mean yeah I had had fun with ahsoka um glad it exists I'm always come away glad that it exists because nothing ruins Star Wars for me which is something that broke my heart when the prequels were universally hated for a while and people were my friends are like i don't like star wars anymore i was like why don't you just not like the prequels anymore you could like separate Sorry, that there's
1: still cool star wars you can, yeah. you don't have to
0: change your head canon yeah um yeah well i guess that's all i got to say bc you got anything else uh,
1: you know just to generally i um, I'd, I'd like Star Wars. I want more Star Wars. Was it perfect? No. Did I hate it? Of course not. Were there things that I absolutely loved? Yes. Were there things that I'd push back against? Sure. Might uh, just... Uh, nobody really cares, but my advice is, hey, don't let it get you too out of shape. It's just a Star War, you know?
0: It's just a Star War. It's just another Star War, and there'll be more until Disney stops making money off of idiots like us, baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, you know, if if they had a half a brain in their head, they'd some tops now.
0: Yeah, where's the tops now, Ahsoka? I said definitely want cards from this show. Yeah, yeah. Give them, give them to me. I want yep. my live action Thrawn. Um, I want, I want all the Ghost Crew in live action. Uh, I want my, my, uh, I want, I want uh, a card that is a relic that you twist a knob on the side and David Tennant's eyes.
1: shout out david Tennant. i love loved him as a voice in this uh and in the spirit of what we talked about uh i am going to be drawing a star wars card for someone that doesn't exist yet so if you feel so inclined just go make your own star wars yeah
0: yeah i'm excited to see that bc um i just remembered the name of the last episode was the jedi the witch and the warlock what was it It upset me.
1: (laughs) The the Jedi, the witch, the Jedi, the witch and the warlord. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yep, that's what it was. (laughs) Uh, And a quick shout out to Google. The Lord of the Rings statues are the Argonaut. Hey, I would never,
0: never have remembered that. But we yeah. will be covering the two uh, uh, the two towers. Uh, December, baby. Yeah. We, we do a Lord of the Rings every year. It'll be our second time. So that'll be exciting. I'm jazzed
1: about that. I'm jazzed. It's, we're, we're approaching fall weather, which means yes. mentally I'm approaching Lord of the Rings season. Uh, I This is off topic now. I've got the audio books as read by Andy Serkis. Oh, nice. That I'm that I'm going through, which is highly enjoyed. well nice. fantastic. Yeah.
0: I've listened to the fantastic. other guy read them about a million times. Does Andy sing the songs?
1: I don't know if I've gotten to singing yet. Okay. okay. I'm, still, Let me I'm know. still firm I'm still firmly in the shire.
0: Because I love the the old guy doing and now I'm going to sing a song. Mm. And this is now the next line. <laughs> you know, I think I think he
1: has sung. I think he has done something to. I think he does sing. Okay, well, get ready
0: for yeah. a lot of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, all y'all out there. So, watching, thanks for being here. Uh, and I'm I'm ready, BC. I got my finger on the trigger.
1: Beautiful.